Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. MashaAllah. What a beautiful month of Ramadan we've had. It's gone by very, very quickly. I've been, I'm being asked a question. When will Eid be? That's a very good question. Well, Eid will be on the first of Shawwal. That's the answer. When will the first of Shawwal be? Well, I can tell you we are taught to see the moon, to look for the moon, to sight the moon. At any time, any month, the 29th of the month, it's a sunnah to go out and search for the moon. Born or not born, possibility of sighting not possible to sight according to some. No matter what it is, the sunnah is 29th of the lunar month, you go out and search for the moon. Fulfill that sunnah with conviction in the heart, with belief that the Lord who created us and created the moon and the crescent would be able to show it to us if he wills. Subhanallah, that is the conviction. Allah is the creator. For him, there is nothing impossible. But to look for the moon and to search for it is a great sunnah. Sometimes what happens, people just tell you it's impossible to see the moon. So we kill the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad and we think to ourselves, well, since it's not possible, I'm not even going to bother. That's not how a mu'min, a true believer who follows, Allah, who follows the revelation, follows Allah and his Rasul should be behaving. We should know that the minute it's the 29th, we go out and we sight the moon, we look for it, we search for it. We, we take a keen interest, we read the dua, we make sure that we've tried our best. And then what happens? You may just see it. If you see it, look at it carefully, read the dua and look at how high or low it is. Look at the angle, check where exactly you saw it, because then you may have to go and bear witness that you saw the moon if a larger number have not seen it with you. But if a large number have seen it generally, it is taken and Alhamdulillah, the moon uh, is then announced. The sighting is announced, which results in the day of Eid being announced at the same time. So that would depict the end of Ramadan. The start of Ramadan is by the witnessing of the crescent, the sighting of the moon. The end of Ramadan is by the sighting of the moon. Now, you and I know that every time there are differences of opinion in many countries, people who say we should follow one international moon, some people say no, we shouldn't follow an international moon, some people say we don't trust those people's moon, some people say our moon is better and so on, you know, subhanAllah, it's just one moon. But let me explain. If you understand why there are differences of opinion, it will become so easy for you to respect the others. Number one, are you allowed to see a moon with telescopic vision or with assisted sightings, like, you know, uh, sighting aids, that which, like telescopes and things like that. Are you allowed to use that or not? So there are two schools of thought. The vast majority say you should witness or sight the moon with the naked eye. And then there are some schools of thought that say you are allowed to use telescopes and whatnot. So there will always be a difference between these two because if you know common logic, both of them have a scope within the Sharia. They are legitimate opinions, even though the majority say you should use the naked eye. But there are people who say, no, we use the telescopic vision. So if you are going to use telescopes, you're obviously going to see the moon before others. You're going to see that moon before others because they will only be able to see it with the naked eye when it's much clearer in the sky. Subhanallah. So that's one difference of opinion. And therefore, you always have people who see the moon before other people because they use telescopes. Secondly, 
There are two opinions regarding whether or not the whole world should cite at the same time. Uh, sorry, should, should have Eid and Ramadan together. So the Ummah is divided into two. It's not majority or minority. It's literally two schools of thought this way, two schools of thought the other way. So some of them say you sh we should all be having Eid together. That's a good opinion. But in order to adopt that opinion, we need something. We need the cooperation of the whole world. If even some people are not cooperating, we've got a problem because... When, you, when they see the moon before you, you might accept it and take it. But what if you see it before them? Then what? They may not take it, so you then have a problem. So if the whole world is going to cooperate, then that opinion would be much easier to adopt, to say, listen, we can all have it together. But then you have the other two schools of thought that say, no, each region must have its own sighting. Each region must have its own sighting. So the Hanafi scholars say that, the Hanbali scholars say that. And this is why you get people who say, listen, we're going to see the moon here. And subhanAllah, you guys see it where you are because we're in different regions. So it's called ikhtilaf al-matali'ah, the differences in the horizon. Do you live in a different region? The answer is yes. If you do, then uh, should you or shouldn't you accept the moon sighting of another region altogether? So half of the scholars say, yes, you should. And the other half said, no, you shouldn't. So there is difference of opinion in all these different ways. One is using telescope or not. The other is whether or not you should follow a regional sighting only or a global sighting, right? Now, my brothers and sisters, there is a new issue that we have now. There are some people who don't even sight the moon. They decide in advance, listen, we've calculated everything. Allah says the moon and the sun is by calculation and so on, which is actually a misinterpretation of the verse. But let's not get into that at the moment. There is a school of thought that doesn't cite, a new school of thought. No sighting, not interested in anything. They just look at the scientific evidence. They say, okay, possibility of sighting, there we are. We're going to declare Hajj and we're, sorry, we're going to declare the beginning and the end of Ramadan according to this. That's what some people say. So you find already a month in advance, they've already told you Eid will be on this date, this will be on that date because they are using the new technology, they're using science and they've actually totally discarded the sighting. Now, uh, personally, I, I have my reservations and I would respectfully disagree with that opinion because you're killing a sunnah. At least you can seek the assistance of science completely, but you cannot base it totally on that. You seek its assistance and you know there's a possibility of seeing, perhaps not a possibility of seeing, there's a greater chance of seeing, uh, that it's not so likely that you see, but the ultimate criteria should be the witnessing of the moon. That's the ultimate criteria. Now, if a person is not going to do that, then obviously they have uh, swam into their own territory. They're answerable for that. May Allah Almighty make it easy for us. So to answer the question, when is Eid? I'd like to think perhaps this year now we're sitting on uh, the 29th of April 2022. I'd like to think perhaps we will be having Eid on the 2nd of April, uh, the 2nd of May. That's what I think, perhaps, because it seems like the moon is only going to be born uh, at a certain time. If you calculate all of it, there is a possibility that there is a great chance that it will be sighted, uh, you know, at a certain point. But for those of us who started Ramadan in such a way that by that time it's going to be 30 fasts, then whether you see the moon or not, the 30s is over. So I think a lot of the globe will be having Eid, inshallah, on that particular day, the 2nd of May. 
But you might, let's see, some people might not see the moon. Those who've only done 29 fasts by that time, there may be a discrepancy. Uh, you are not going to be able to resolve the matter and have the whole worlds eat together. Like I said, if that needs, to, if that is going to be achieved, we're going to need the cooperation of everyone, which uh, is not far for Allah. But at the moment, the way things are going, the ummah seems that members of the ummah are looking for any reason to split it further and further and to hate and to and to insult and to abuse and to think evil of one another so where's the hope until we don't change that i don't really see a tunnel let alone the light at the end of it but we have hope because we hope in the miracle of allah allah can create something to happen to this ummah in such a way that it brings about that unity that we so desperately need and unity people mistaken it for uniformity, but it's actually respecting differences of opinion brings about a beautiful unity. You're united even though you hold different opinions. May Allah Almighty grant us all blessings and goodness and may Allah Almighty have mercy on us. Before I end, Eid Mubarak to one and all in advance. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.